Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the All Out Blitz podcast. You got Jeff here and Brady, Brady once again. Yep. Had a little bit of a hiatus, crazy work weeks, slow time in the NFL, but we're going to keep it coming to you. Yep. All off season. Had a couple of days there, a little bit of a break. Plus, we didn't have internet for about a week. Yeah. So it would be kind of hard. I didn't want to we didn't want to uh, you know, record and then release once we had some internet back at home here. Uh, it would just be news that's completely out of date, which is unfortunate because we missed the start of the XFL, yeah. the reimagined XFL season. You're mad when so, we didn't watch the first game. Yeah, I was a little upset. Um, but we'll, we're going to dive into the XFL a little bit and start talking about that uh, the craziness uh, that's been happening in the last two weeks. They're all, all the rage around the XFL and how this new season uh, is going for them. But the first thing we're going to touch on. Um, being that it is the offseason, the Chiefs had their party once they went back uh, to Kansas City. Had all kinds of fun stuff. If you're watching, like Brady just said, the Mahomes Marathon, watching NFL Network lately, they showed the uh, top 10 Super Bowls. They're also doing this uh, Mahomes Marathon where it's you know his top 10 games or something like that. Um, with just getting internet back here, we I haven't really had a whole lot of time to, uh, <laughs> to, to watch it, to be honest with you. Uh, but I'm sure that's going to be playing all off season because let's be honest. I mean, other than Saturdays and Sundays where there's a couple XFL games, if you want football, (laughs) you got to watch reruns right now. Uh, but there is some news, you know, going around the league. This is the time of year where folks are going to start seeing, first of all, the folks are already free agents. Where could they potentially sign? You're also going to be looking at people that don't get their options picked up. So they become free agents, which people weren't sure if they would be or not. There's one. There's someone that's going to be a free agent, though. Uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. The Patriots First allowing a free agent. Tom Brady to test the market. There's a lot of rumors swirling around about Mr. Brady. Brady. Um, the Patriots saying they're going to go as high as $30 million a year to bring him back. Which... Let's be honest, that dude doesn't need money. No. He wants weapons that's going to help him get another Super Bowl ring. Um, Another team that people are talking about are the Chargers, because the Chargers also announced that Phillip Rivers will not not be coming back to the Chargers. Another team in the Tom Brady mix, the Las Vegas Raiders, saying that they will pay him $30 million a year as well for a two-year deal. So Tom Brady's going to have his options, but what do you think's going to happen? You think he's going to go anywhere else? Uh, I feel like the Patriots are probably going to resign him, and if he does go to the Raiders, it's probably a good idea because no one wants Derek Carr. <laughs> That's just rude. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> or just go to the Bucks and replace James Winston. That's you know, and and I'm happy you brought that up because that's honestly my take. You want a team that has weapons. There's not many teams that has the wide receiver duo like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin right now. Those are some amazing wide receivers. And if they bulk up that run game a little bit, Tom Brady back there behind center instead of Winston. I mean, defense came on at the end of the year. That could potentially push the Bucks into fighting for the NFC South. I don't think that's where he's going to go. Um, I think that would be a really great landing spot for a couple of years as a bridge quarterback to, to bring somebody in. Uh, you know, get rid of Jameis Winston, bring somebody in, have him sit behind Tom for two years, if possible. Um, yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere either, though. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I, th- I think he's... Most players, you know, when you hear them talk about it after they retire, they, you know, if, if they stayed with the whole team, you know, throughout their one team throughout the whole career, they're very happy they did so. Um, you know, players that moved on maybe for the last couple of years of their their uh, career really wish they could have spent it all with one team. It's, it's to some players and some people, it means a little more to do that. I think that's Tom Brady. Actually, I told you the one day. That I'm pretty sure it said the Colts were gonna pay him like a lot of money to come. Yeah, to I don't know. I it was the Colts or the Chargers. I don't. It know. was. I think you. I think when we were talking, I think you said it was the Colts. Um, yeah. I mean, that's always an option out there too. You know. I mean, I don't like think Andrew Luck I don't think Brissett is a is a full time perfect replacement in that Colts offense. Um, do I think he's gonna go to the Colts? No. I mean, I, ultimately, I think he's gonna stay with the Patriots. If if I were him, which I'm not, I mean I would I would probably take the Raiders to be honest with you. A couple of wide receivers there. You got Waller as that tight end, standout tight end. You got Josh Jacobs behind you, the snub for the offensive rookie of the year. I mean, that's a, and then you got and then you got Chucky at the helm. I mean, running the show. You you got it. You can't go wrong with that. Um, Shit. No, nah, I think he's going to stay with the Patriots, though. I, I, I think they're going to give him his $30 million or whatever he wants, and I think they're going to get him some options, whether it's going to be a, a, a wide receiver or two. Um, maybe they'll end up stealing Austin Hooper from the Falcons if they nah, want to really. pay him a lot of money to come in at tight end. Tom Brady's a lot better quarterback when he's got a stable, good, solid tight end in the mix. I doubt they'll take Austin Hooper. So, I don't know. We'll see. There's a lot of different scenarios that can play out. Um, Drew Brees announced today that he's coming back from his 2020 season. Um, now there's just some decisions to make it down there in New Orleans. You know, you had Teddy Bridgewater sitting back there. 20th season in 2020. You had, uh, yeah, I mean, you had Bridgewater sitting behind him, filled in for him a couple of games when he was out with that, uh, thumb injury. And then you got Taysom Hill, which also said last week that, He's a starting quarterback in the NFL, and if the Saints don't see him that way, it's about time he parts ways and goes somebody somewhere that will. Go to the Colts. So there's a lot of people out there. I mean, or if he goes with the Patriots, if Tom Brady doesn't resign with them. Well, I don't say those are a whole whole slew of different ways you can go with that. But here's the thing: when you think about it, the Saints aren't going to be able to keep all three. They're not going to keep all three. Why would you? Right, Taysom Hill. Is much more than a gadget play. I mean, he's a great gadget guy, great utility guy, can do everything. But let's be honest, if he wants to be a quarterback, he's going to be a quarterback. And if mm-hmm. not, he probably just won't play. Yeah. Bridgewater played amazing last year when Breeze was out. He, I think, is going to see a lot of offers come his way this offseason. My bet, Teddy Bridgewater is not in a Saints uniform coming week one. I don't think so either. I could see Bridgewater going somewhere like Tampa. I'd take him. I could see him potentially going maybe... Las Vegas? Las Vegas. Bridgewater, Vegas. I could see, honestly, I mean, John Gruden, I mean, he likes those pocket passers. That's what he likes to run with. And Bridgewater showed he could do that last Mm -hmm. year. Um, It's hard to say. It's hard to say who the Saints are going to keep. I don't think Bridgewater wants to sit on the bench again. Mm-hmm. I think he is ready to go. He has overcome so much with that crazy leg injury that he had when he was with Minnesota. 
has been through all the rehab to come back, played at a very high level with that Saints offense last year for a couple of weeks. I think he's ready to rock and roll with his own team, with his own unit. Yep. Um, look for him to be in the mix when it comes to signing with a new team. Another one, Falcons bring on, or re-sign, I should say. Their kicker. Their special teams unit, kicker and punter. Young Wei Koo. Young Wei Koo, the onside kick master. I said it right this time. You did. Good job, man. <laughs> Young Wei Koo, the onside kick guru that we saw at the end of the year, re-signs on a one-year deal. Which, I'm excited about that. I like the young guy coming in there. He won that over, I think. Um, happy to have him. And then Ryan Allen, punter, um, signed him to a one-year deal. Now, unfortunately, I mean, I, I like those two. I think Ryan Allen filled in very, very well. But my issue with that is I'm a big fan of Matt Bosher. And with the with the re-signing of Ryan Allen to a one-year deal, I don't think Bosher is going to get picked back up this. He's going to be on a different team this year. Or he might be just be like a substitute. No, he's he's a starter. He's a starting punter in this league. Um, dude, I'd keep him and put him as outside linebacker. Um, wasn't Austin Hooper that wasn't going to get re-signed? Austin Hooper may not get re-signed. There's a lot of people still sitting out there wondering if they're going to get their their option picked up. Um, and that's going to play out over the next couple of weeks. This is stuff we're going to talk about week to week here on the All Out Blitz podcast, making sure you guys all stay up to date on the latest news, whether your internet goes out and then it finally <laughs> comes back on. you got to listen up to get the latest and greatest of what's going around in the NFL. Just listen to us. Just listen here. Just listen here. And we'll get you, we'll get you back up to date quick and in a hurry. Yep. Now with the Eagles. The Eagles decided not to... Pick up the option of veteran linebacker Nigel Bradham. And now he will be a free agent. So he is a great veteran presence in a locker room. Um, he's been around the league, um, Super Bowl winning teams. He's got that in him to keep going. I mean, there's a lot of teams looking for linebacker help. Maybe your Seattle Seahawks will pick him up. <laughs> Maybe Atlanta will pick him up. I bet neither will, but you never know. Um no, he's, I think he's a heck of a player. He can cover the pass pretty well. Um, great at following running backs. Um, definitely really, really good at stopping the run. Somebody's going to pick him up quick. He's, he's been a stable, um, and he's veteran. consistent <laughs> player, and it really, really good for a locker room. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, let's, let's shift our gear a little bit to a, a potential number one draft pick, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Joseph Burrow. Burrow. Is he going to pull the Cryberry, Crybaby Eli Manning card when it comes draft night? Maybe. 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 He's saying he has all the leverage. He has leverage when it comes to the Cincinnati Bengals potentially choosing him number one overall. He doesn't want to go to a losing team. He just had the greatest season of any NFL or any college quarterback in NCAA history, and then he's going to go play with the Bengals? I remember you saying that she just like switched the Bengals with like the whole entire LSU team. They, they should have, and, and and see how they do. An NFL team. But Joe Burrow is saying he has leverage, which is very interesting to hear out of a college prospect saying that he has leverage. Um, I think him and his agent um, definitely do have leverage. To be honest with you, you're not going to sign your future. 
to a quarterback that does not want to play for you, mm-hmm. no matter his talent. With his talent and with how focused the NFL is on needing a quarterback, why would you do something like that? Why not maybe just go and grab Chase Young? Then you got a defensive stud, and then let the cards fall where they may. Or if you don't want that, Bengals, being that you need more help than just a quarterback, maybe they're going to sell off that number one draft pick to the highest bidder and pull in a, and pull in a whole bunch of draft picks. Because let's be honest, if they fired every player on that team and started new, they might do better next year. Yeah, other than wins. other than AJ Green and Joe Mixon, because that's about all they got. Yeah. Um, but yeah, interesting news out of the Joe Burrow camp, just talking about how he has the leverage ahead of the draft to potentially force his way out of a Cincinnati Bengals uniform before it even happens. Let's go to the Carolina Panthers with Cam Newton. You know, Matt Rule, new head coach of the Carolina Panthers, and some of the other coaching staff and the GM down there in Carolina said that they will not talk about the future of Cam Newton in Carolina until he is 100% healthy. That dude hasn't been 100% healthy in three years. Wow. Um, if he is healthy, however, do they stick with him? Maybe. I would. I don't know if I would or not. He's I mean, a good QB. Yeah, he is a good QB. I mean, he hasn't really done much the last couple of years, and I think that's mainly because of injury. Um... I think that Super Bowl loss really gave him a really gave him a little bit of a mental shakeup. Um, you know, he he plays well when he's on the field. He's very dynamic, but he's got to be at a hundred percent. And if he's not at a hundred percent, what are you going to do? Could somebody potentially trade for him Maybe. strictly off of talent? Maybe. There's a lot of options. There's a lot of teams looking for quarterbacks mm-hmm. because for the first time in a very long time, these faces of franchises. Such as Tom Brady, Philip Rivers, are not signing back with their old team. These teams are just gonna let them test the market and see how it goes. Now that doesn't mean that they just won't come back. Wonder if the Pats are gonna take Cam Newton. I don't think that fits them though. You know, that's, they might take him. They're used to that solid kind of quarterback play, and, and honestly, Cam Newton doesn't do that. But there's a lot. There's about three, four, five potential quarterbacks that could go in the first 15 picks of the draft. I mean, between Burrow, Tua, Herbert, Fields, I mean, there's a lot of guys up there that are that potentially can be very good quarterbacks in this league. Um, and those teams that need them, eh, I bet they're going to give them a shot. Yeah, That's what they do. Then you got the Dolphins. I want them to keep Fitzpatrick. They keep Fitz, but they got to draft somebody young. He's not going to be here. He's only going to play another year or two, probably. They can switch Cam for Fitzpatrick. Nah, they're not. They want somebody young, somebody that's going to lead that new franchise. I could see Joe them. Burrow. I could see them going for Justin Herbert out of Oregon. Okay. Um, I think that would be a great solid pick for Miami at the uh, at the quarterback position. They had so when the so I don't know if you remember this or not. You may not. At the beginning of the season, Dolphins were I mean they were playing terrible football. And you're used to that. You're used to seeing that. But there was this whole thing going on this tank for Tua, pretty much just saying, "Let's lose every game. Let's get Tua number 1." And then Tua gets hurt. 
So when people are saying, oh, Tank for Tua might be back on because of that injury, he's going to drop because of how Joe Burrow elevated his game. And even now, at the position where Miami sits, they may not take Tua. That might not fit the plans of the coaching staff of the Miami Dolphins. You mean that? I can see Justin Herbert going to the Dolphins. But we'll talk about that. We're going to plan some mock drafts here in the next couple of weeks. Yep. And go over them with you all on the air and do some comparisons. I wanted to do it today, but you're like, no, we'll do it next one. Yeah, I did not have time to do my mock draft. I did. Uh, final NFL news, though. Before we before we jump and, and switch gears a little bit to... A different subject. A different league. League. Uh, Cardinals agree to a three-year, $45 million deal with DJ Humphreys... On their offensive line. I think it's a great deal. Kyler Murray needs some big bodies to protect his little body. Um, <laughs> now, I think it's a great pickup. Cardinals, gotta, they got to they gotta get that running game going again. Whether David Johnson or not gets dealt, which is potential. Um, but they got to shore up that running game again to, to relieve some of uh, that tension off Kyler Murray. David Johnson, since he had that one breakout season, came back the next year, got hurt. He really hasn't been himself ever since. Um, Shoring up the offensive line, though, is always a difficult task, and the Cards signed what they feel they have as a great starter for many years is D.J. Humphreys. So I think it's a great great deal for him, great deal for the team uh, to continue moving that team forward, and we'll see what Kyler does come season two in his young NFL career. Uh, let's shift to the XFL, to the XFL. How's everybody enjoying it out there? I'm enjoying it very much. I got to see, uh, I haven't watched a full game yet with just getting, just getting internet back. I've seen clips and I like it. I like it. I remember the original (laughs) version. I don't ever watched it. You, you said it flopped. You weren't born then. No. Um, but, uh, I, you know, I, I honestly enjoyed the other one just because, you know, they had the microphones above the field. You can hear everything. You had the, uh, the crazy nicknames on the back of jerseys and it, it was kind of fun, you know, but then it flopped after a year. Uh, and all this time later, Vinnie Mac decided to dump a whole bunch of WWE stock to get this thing started again. And let me tell you something. I think he did it right. Mm-hmm. We got eight teams out there. So before the XFL season started, we didn't get to talk about this because we didn't have an episode then, but yeah. uh, the little man here and I decided to choose a team because you know what? That's just what you do. And let's be honest, there's no Seahawks and there's no Falcons. There is so, a Seattle team, but I'm not following it. So Brady decided to go with the Houston Roughnecks, <laughs> and I think it's just because he likes the name Roughneck. Yeah. Wait, wait. Um, <laughs> and I decided to, being that we're close... Just a couple hours away, I decided DC just to Defenders. go with the DC Defenders as a team that I will follow and support going forward yeah. within the XFL. Somehow, both these teams are two and zero. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then there's and then the rest of the teams are just one and one, and then so, the last teams are just zero and two. Yeah. So I mean, we have the DC Defenders, the St. Louis Battlehawks, the New York Guardians, and the Tampa Bay Vipers, Seals. all in the East. And now let's go to the West, where we have the Houston Roughnecks, Seattle Dragons, Dallas Renegades, and the L.A. Wildcats. And we've had some really good football. We were able to kind of see um, interesting 
methods and rules that the XFL implemented that if they did this in the NFL, it would solve a lot of problems. Um, the kickoff being one. I think the kickoff in the XFL is absolutely amazing and should be implemented preseason week one in the NFL next year. Yes. Now, I realize that some of this may be repeat for you all because maybe you've been watching for the XFL for the past two weeks. I feel like probably. And if you haven't been watching it, please tune in and watch some of these games. Now, a lot of these guys are getting second, third chances. Um, A lot of these guys were... Heisman, I mean, you had some Heisman Trophy winners in there. You had college football championship players in there. Um, It's just, it's really great to see these guys get an opportunity to go out there and play the game that they love for honestly not a lot of money. So clearly they're not doing it for the money, Um, which some NFL players, that's literally what it is. Um, The other thing that I really caught on to is the replay system. Is under a minute, if not 45 seconds. The replay system is so fast in the XFL. And the NFL takes like six minutes. And they get it right every time. Yeah. That's the most important part. The timing itself, like Brady says, extremely impressive. But the fact that they literally, they look at it, they see it for what it is, they catch every angle, and they make the right call every Every time. time. I don't understand why in the NFL it's so difficult. The play is not different. The rules are pretty much very close to being the exact same thing. And if they're not, it's the way it should be. You see hard hits. You see good, solid offense of a defensive play. When there's an issue that comes up, the referees clearly convey that message of what it is to the fans. And... The replay officials are sitting up there with Xbox controllers, looking over all the replays, looking at all the camera angles and all the different views to come up with the right play or the right call. Xbox controllers. The other thing that I've noticed, well, actually, when you watch a game, pay attention when there's a when there's a replay, yeah. because it's glorious. It's now, glorious. The other great thing that I noticed and has been a huge topic of conversation around folks in the league is that. When you're watching the game as a fan, you actually get to hear the coaches calling the plays into the players on the field. So you get to hear the head coach or the offensive coordinator call the plays into the quarterback or the defensive coordinator calling plays into the defensive team. There's a whole bunch of them that have microphones in their helmets to be able or, uh, or speakers in their helmets to hear and understand what the plays are being called. Yeah, so there's like clear that. communication. But the cool thing is you actually get to hear it as a fan. Which makes you feel like you're there and you're involved and included in everything that's going on. I think that's a really, really cool piece of what this league stands for, which is really just getting the fans more involved and included in the games. I'd say so. You got any other takes on the XFL? I like it. We like it here in this household. It's fun. Of course, when there's no NFL on... You got this. You got the XFL. You know, 10 weeks of additional football, I'll take it. I mean, it's good, solid football. It's not like the Canadian Football League that was around that was terrible. I mean, I used to watch arena football back in the day just because it was different. But this is, to me, I mean, this is as close as you're going to get to pros. This is a a true, like, semi-professional league, in my opinion. That's how I would categorize it. 
But you got people like on the DC Defenders, you got old NFL uh, and Ohio State legend, Cardell Jones as the quarterback. You got P.J. Williams, man for Houston Roughnecks quarterback that is just lighting up the world. It's P.J. Walker. Is it Walker? Yeah. See, that's why he's here. <laughs> See, it's so new, man. and he likes the Roughnecks. Anyway, dude's throwing the ball all over the field. Yeah. Sidearming it. Behind the back. He bends over and snaps it to the wide receiver. I mean, it's nuts. He doesn't really do that, but it's fun to say. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, he is playing out of his mind right now. Um, defensive play is just solid. I mean, it's it's a really fun league to watch. Um, I feel like we're doing more of a commercial for the XFL right now, just propping <laughs> it up. But it is fun, honestly. When you Typically, you know, in the past, you go and you get to the Super Bowl, and then there's just a, such a crazy downtime we should make a commercial of for the football. <laughs> we should see if they'll take it. Um, but now you got 10 weeks of football. Which just so happened, you know, it it, it's, uh, it plays throughout, you know, up until the uh, scouting combine that's coming up here in about a You're week and a half. Which I which I'm always excited about. I love I watched the three or f- I watched the four days of the combine. I love watching those guys compete and try to bump up their status in the draft. I mean, it's just something cool about seeing guys achieve their dreams. Anybody watching anybody achieve their their lifelong goal is fun um, and exhilarating to watch. Uh, so I love watching the combine and and figure all that out. But you think you got the whole NFL season, and then you usually have kind of dead space up until the combine, and then you have dead space until the draft. But now you got the NFL season, then you got the XFL season, then the combine, and then the draft. Right? I mean, it's just it's almost nonstop. A lot now, of football. There is a little bit of a break, of course, right? Till OTAs and mini camps and all that kind but of stuff. But it's never too much football. <laughs> but it's always there, which is amazing. Um, but anyway, if you haven't checked out the you XFL, you got, go check out a game and just keep an open mind. You know, there's a lot of people out there. This is not, this is not the NFL. Why are they joking themselves? You have an open mind. It's the game of football. If you love football, if you love the game of football, you will love watching the XFL. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. We put the all out blitz podcast stamp of approval <laughs> on <laughs> the XFL. Loud. Let's just hope they come out with a video game. Oh my gosh. I hope 2K Sports, if you listen. 2K. Which I know you make don't. It, not EA. But you gotta make XFL 2K21. EA, if you're listening, do not make it. <laughs> Hopefully, they will make it. I would definitely buy a okay. 2K Sports you XFL saying, game. If it was like $60, you would like pre order it. I would pre order that game. I think it would be a blast. I think um, if it was like $100, you'd still pre order it. Yeah, I might. <laughs> um, but no, XFL, like I said, if you need football to watch, like most of us do, go check out check it the out. XFL. Uh, you got any more news you want to chat about while we're, while we're on here? I mean, we've covered pretty much everything that's going on at the moment. Oh, one more thing I can, I guess I could bring up is that uh, like if, there's any, if, if there's any Redskins fans out there, you know you have a new coach with Riverboat Ron Rivera. Um, he's been having some talks with starting left tackle Trent Williams, thinking that that relationship was completely over. It looks like they're possibly making some headway with the new coaching staff, new leadership there, to possibly bring back that amazing left tackle. Um, Dwayne Haskins, I'm sure, is lobbying for that because he doesn't want to get killed next season. <laughs> 
Um, but it's good to hear. You know, uh, Rivera brings in, uh, you know, a very open-minded kind of coaching staff and mentality when it comes to working with his team. Very honest with them. And uh, I think he's, he's – I can't wait to see what he does there in Washington, honestly. I'm a big fan of Ron, even though he was the coach of uh, our rival Panthers there with Atlanta. But – uh, I like him. I think he's a good guy. Uh, he's a good man, and uh, I'm excited to see what he does with with Washington. Um, there's a lot of potential trades coming up, especially when it gets close to the draft. Um, for example, Chris Harris out of the Broncos. We know last off season, him and agent. him and the uh, Broncos had some words, and because he wants his money, he wants to get paid. Uh, and he said, uh, he stated today that it looks like um, he'll probably be hitting free agency. Uh, he, he did say if the Broncos want him back, then he'll be back. But uh, They're definitely going to have to pay him if they want he's he got, to They're going to have to pay that man a lot of money. Uh, he's a really great defensive back in the NFL. And I, ca- I could see him moving on, to be honest with you. If I had my take on it, I would say he is not playing for the Denver, Denver Broncos next season. I also have like a few other things, just like with like Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell continues to be a topic of conversation around uh, trade bait. And also Ben Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger is Roethlisberger. He should just retire. <laughs> but back to Le'Veon. There's a lot of teams out there that still believe that you need an absolute stud at running back. Um, he was not that with the Jets last year. No. Uh, I think he's going to be back with the Jets, but it's it's interesting that his name does keep coming up. His name, once again, keeps coming up back towards Pittsburgh again, too, where some folks think that maybe Pittsburgh will make a trade to get him back because they they didn't end on bad terms. I mean, he sat out the year because he wanted to get paid, but he didn't do this Antonio Brown nonsense. Um, He he just kind of did his thing, and that was that. I mean, so there's no hard feelings there between him and the Steelers. Um, It really just depends who wants to pay him a lot of money because the Jets paid him a lot of money. And they're going to have to take that contract with them. Speaking of Brown, do you think he's going to go anywhere? Antonio? Yeah. Probably to the nut house. <laughs> um, I truly believe that. I, I really hope that dude actually gets some help. Um, I think there's seriously something mentally wrong with him. Uh, and this is not me joking. This is me being completely serious. I think he's got something going on in that head of his. And I just pray to God that he gets the help that he needs. Uh, he's an amazing football talent but he's a mess everywhere else. Um, I think if somebody picks him up, then they're really take, they're going to have some kind of crazy wording in that contract where it pretty much voids the entire thing. If they do something or if he does something that they don't like, which I don't think he's going to sign. So I don't think he's going to be back week nine. I want to say that I kept telling you that like Antonio Brown was actually like visiting the saints. He did visit the saints and then they picked up somebody else. They don't want his baggage. And then he just, a couple weeks ago, he went and bashed the Saints for something. So they're definitely not going to look at him now. Yeah. The Patriots aren't going to take him now. Raiders aren't The Raiders aren't going to take him now. Steelers, the Steelers doubtful. don't. One million percent guaranteed they're not touching him. They don't want him. I don't think there's a lot. There's Nobody, like at least like one team. People, I think, like I think teams will take a chance because of his pure, flat out abilities as a football player on the field. But... What team is going to take a chance on the zoo that comes with them? If the Raiders didn't, who's gonna? I don't know. I mean, let's be honest. Wasn't so, it with the Patriots in like one game? Or was that the Raiders? Yeah, it was the Patriots. And then they got rid of them. Was it like, we don't want you? 
It's he. He just brings too much baggage, and you just never know what he's thinking. He's you know he makes weird decisions, and like I said, the last thing I'll say on him is I just I hope he gets help and can figure out what's going on and gets back to himself because he is exciting to watch. Um, but I just I I would never take a chance on that. You said the Falcons wouldn't either. No, they don't need him. They don't need wide receivers. They need defense. You already got Julio, and then Ridley, Ridley, and then all the other guys, and then hopefully Hooper. Uh, I'm not too confident on the Atlanta Falcons re-signing Austin Hooper at this point. He's going to come with about a $10 million contract deal probably, and the Falcons aren't going to pay that to a tight end. So, Anyways. we'll see what happens. <laughs> I, a lot. I, I could talk for hours on the Falcons issues. Uh, I won't Ooh. force everyone to listen to that, though. Everyone's going to be like... Um, but anyway, check out all the mock drafts, people. I mean, there's a lot out Watch there the XFL. with uh, DJ. Daniel Jeremiah is putting out some really great ones. Uh, Casserly's putting his out, which I always find weird. Uh, <laughs> Bucky Brooks has a really, I think, a good good look on it as well. Um, they all have their first ones out for the season. Uh, I think Brady and I will, he already has his made. That too, um, actually. I'll, uh, I'll definitely get mine made, and we'll talk about potential, um, potential. mock drafts next week. Yeah. Um, you got anything else you want to share with the crew? Not really. No. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a good week. Definitely happy to be back on the air here with you. And uh, we'll definitely be back. Happy to have Wi-Fi again. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of days with uh, another episode. But hope you guys all enjoyed. And um, see y'all at Blitz Podcast signing off. Yeah, we'll see you back here I in a couple it. of days. <laughs> <laughs> Little man's getting his getting his voice for the radio. But yeah, so you want to close it out? Go for it. This is the All Up Blitz Podcast signing off. See you next week. All right, peace out, everybody. <laughs>